Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Prey on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. Genetic power is the most awesome force the planet's ever seen, but you wield it like a kid that's found his dad's gun. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc is now in the possession of the Army. Too many others know what's happening out there, and no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man. That state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects vast and cool and unsympathetic regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes.
broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert. I'm Ryan Gable, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings Radio. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email rdgable, rdgable at yahoo.com or tstradio at protonmail.com. Find The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday on Ground Zero Radio, that's groundzero.radio, or on any radio or podcast player like Apple Podcasts, for example. You can listen, stream, and download the show for free, or you can go to our website, www.thesecretteachings.info and find the free archive there as well or subscribe to our ad-free show archive which will get you access to all the shows montages, my digital books and more and for those of you who missed last night's show we announced that starting March 1st you'll be able to keep your subscription to thesecretteachings.info it might even be a teeny tiny bit cheaper but we're going to have a little bit of a shift In the way that subscriptions are done, we're moving over to Aftermath. So if you're already a subscriber to Aftermath, you'll have, for the premium option, you'll get all of Ground Zero, all of the other perks that come with that, plus you'll get the Secret Teachings and all the perks that come with that. And if you don't want all of the additional content from Clyde, I don't know why you wouldn't, but if you choose just to subscribe to my show, there will be an option for that as well on Aftermath. If you have any questions, email me, and if I can't answer the question, I will forward it to the appropriate person at Aftermath so they can answer the question for you. Pretty simple, though. doesn't really affect you. Just pay attention to that and watch out for that. If you start seeing that promoted places, you'll still be able to get into the archive if you're a current subscriber. And to be honest with you, this is the only way that we make any money to stay on air. We don't have advertisers. Most advertisers won't won't come near this show. Uh, We've done this for, what, about 13 years now, 14, going on 14 years. So we've done this a long, long time. Uh, Advertisers still won't come near this show. But Aftermath is willing to work with us, and they gave us a platform and an opportunity that has, I think, for for me, just looking behind the scenes at the show itself, uh, it's done a lot of great things for The Secret Teachings. So I'm very grateful to Aftermath, and I'm very grateful to all of you, because over the years, even when I was an absolute nobody, Some of you still might think I'm a nobody, but when I was an absolute nobody years ago, people used to contact me and say, hey, you want to go to that conference? I'll buy you a plane ticket. I had three different people buy me plane tickets to go to conferences so that I could represent the show. So I'm I'm hoping that this year I want to go to Contact in the Desert. They're having it in person. And I announced last night we're going to have a little fundraiser. I don't like using those services online that take a percentage. So we just do everything through PayPal or Cash App. We are going to also not just have a fundraiser, but we have some things to kind of give away. If you're interested in some of the old stuff from the studio, I clean the studio out. Uh, Nothing is dirty or uh, broken, but I have some things that I I, I could give away as part of your um, donation to send us to contact we're only trying to make 500 bucks when we reach that point and we've got like two and a half, three months to do it. Then I cut the fundraiser off. So we'll have uh, an availability of some autographed um, show logos that are framed. We'll have autographed books, what, whatever really you want. I'll try to work with you if you want to support us and send us to contact in the desert. Again, rdgable at yahoo.com and thesecretteachings.info. Email me if you have any questions whatsoever. So apparently, natural immunity, you know that thing they told us does not exist? 
natural immunity. Like theoretically, and I'm speaking theoretically, you get sick, your body then theoretically knows what to do when it comes into contact with whatever quote-unquote made you sick again, and then your body is able to fight it off. And natural immunity has always thought to be more not only natural, but it's been more effective at combating disease. This has been a theory for a very long time. Suddenly, though, that theory about two years ago was put to rest as if it had never been a theory, as if it had actually been a conspiracy theory that mainstream medicine had promoted that natural immunity as a thing. Uh, And sometimes it's more effective, they say, for decades and decades and decades and decades and decades and probably hundreds, probably thousands of years. Let the body do what the body needs to do. It knows what it's doing. Okay, and, and the argument that humans can do something more efficient than creation or even evolution, call it whatever you want, is kind of counterproductive because of creation or the creator or nature, evolution, whatever. If it made a mistake and therefore needs humans to fix that mistake, it doesn't make much sense how a human who was made imperfect can then create a more perfect version of itself in a world that is inherently imperfect, which doesn't make any sense. Uh, As far as I'm concerned, when I listen to atheists or Satanists or transhumanists, I don't think we can make the body better than the body, uh, whether it's by God or nature, than how the body was made naturally, uh, organically. I mean, you could enhance it, but what is an enhancement? What is better? These are relative terms. These are actually things that I, I open my book, The Technological Elixir, with to take us into the, the exploration of transhumanism and artificial intelligence and eventually in that book, Black Goo and UFOs and the music industry and all that kind of stuff. So this is something that I think is really important to, to, to recognize. Not so much that natural immunity has always been considered a thing, but why all of a sudden natural immunity is out of, it seems like nowhere, now being acknowledged as not only a thing again, but as or more effective than any kind of product you took from big pharmaceutical companies. Not my opinion. I've been sitting on this article for about two weeks. NBC News reported, huge news report, on the 16th of February this month, just about two weeks ago. Here's the headline. Natural immunity as protective as COVID vaccine against severe illness. Now that's severe illness, not necessarily illness in general, but we'll get to that in a moment. According to NBC News, immunity acquired from a COVID infection provides strong, lasting protection against the most severe outcomes of the illness, according not to NBC News, but according to one of the most prestigious medical journals in the world, and that would be The Lancet. Experts say the protection offered by a COVID infection is on par, if not better, than what is provided through two doses of an mRNA vaccine. Infection-acquired immunity, they say, cuts the risk of hospitalization and death from a COVID reinfection by 88% for at least 10 months, according to the Lancet study. Now, objectively... This is a singular study about the COVID-19 vaccines, two doses, and natural immunity. 
You can find plenty of other studies that show natural immunity is better than vaccines and drugs. I think from the standpoint of a organicist, if you will, or a naturalist, if you will, that makes sense just logically. Whatever nature has provided us is probably and usually much better than anything that man creates. Yes, you like your iPods and your iPads. I say iPods. I still use an iPod. Your iPads and your iPhones and your computers and all this, but there isn't very much that can feed the soul like going out into nature, whether that's in a valley, on the top of a mountain, in the snow, in the heat, whatever suits you. Going out in nature feeds the soul. Those little tablets, those little devices, those little black monolithic Promethean fire machines, they don't really feed the soul. They actually draw the soul into the abyss, but that is a, another story for another day. So the point is, NBC News and others reported this. The Lancet published this. Immunity acquired from a COVID infection provides strong lasting protection against the most severe outcomes of the illness. Now, what about medium or low outcomes of COVID-19, the illness? Well, even a severe case is not really any different than the flu. So uh, a severe case is basically the flu, and if you, you, you get the, the, the test and it tells you you're positive, you might not even be sick, but even if you are sick, they say that that natural immunity is better than the vaccine, or at least as good as the vaccine. Maybe you're asking why I'm reporting this tonight. Maybe you're tired like I am of hearing about COVID-19, and I am tired of hearing about COVID-19. I was done with COVID-19 like week three of the so-called pandemic. I did a show, what was it, in, in like April or something, early April. I said, this is just, people just want to play pandemic. This is all that this is. It's like, a, it's a joke. It's a game to people. But then it became a lifestyle. It became habitual. And so people continue to do it, even though there's not even really recommendations for some of the things, depending on where you live anymore. Some cities have tried to bring mandates back, but people are just generally done. We've moved on to something else. But a lot of people are still holding on to these narratives and these ideas. But it's not just natural immunity. It's also lab leaks. Remember at the very beginning of the pandemic, we were told that, at least in part by some media, this virus, quote unquote, I'm using big air quotes here, came from, at least maybe potentially, from a laboratory. And we were told that that was a conspiracy theory. That's not true. So because it was labeled by the mainstream media as a conspiracy theory, it created this alternative narrative that because the mainstream is so untrustable, the alternative must be true. And that's a very dangerous dichotomy to play in. Just because you don't trust Fox, CNN, NBC, or for that matter, government agencies, the CDC, or international, global agencies like the World Health Organization. They also know that the public doesn't trust them. They also know that the public doesn't believe them. So they can craft, theoretically, alternative narratives to drive people in misguided directions. And that's what I believe has been happening since the very beginning of this quote-unquote pandemic. Knowing that people don't trust the media, knowing that people don't generally 
trust politicians, knowing that people don't trust corporations, especially a very liberal-minded attitude of just not supporting the biggest and the most corrupted or corruptible organizations, institutions, and people, again, in government, in, in business, wherever, knowing that people don't generally trust these agencies or groups, they can craft alternative narratives, create alternative narratives. So the average person says, I don't believe what they're telling me. I'm going to choose to believe either the opposite or something that's completely outlandish that just makes me maybe makes me feel better about the whole situation. I, I just don't buy any of it. So I'm going to go and I'm going to purchase the opposite, which is really, really dangerous. And don't think psychological forms of manipulation are not applied in that direction in the sense that since these companies and powerful institutions and organizations know that you don't trust them, they'll steer you in the opposite direction. And that opposite direction, although the mainstream media and everything mainstream will poo-poo it and criticize it and, and, and mock it and laugh at it and call it dangerous, they would not be able to maintain the same amount of power unless they had those alternative narratives, which they call conspiracy theories etc. Because they need something to push back against because there are some people that still trust them. This creates a cultural and social dichotomy, extreme polarization, so you end up falling into one of two, in some cases maybe even three, a little more sophisticated, but one of two categories. You either believe that XYZ is happening or you deny it. You either believe that this product is 100% perfect, the best thing ever made, manufactured, it's no problem whatsoever, they've never heard of an issue with this product, or you deny science. And reality and whatever we call truth, which is very elusive, and I really get tired of hearing people say, we've got the, the truth here on this show. No, you don't have the truth. If anybody's telling you they have the truth, they probably are lying to you, or at least they're lying to themselves. Truth, however relative or arbitrary that might be, depending on the context or the situation, is probably somewhere in the middle. It's probably between your mainstream media and your alternative media. And if you look at, let's say, the alternative media, how many actual conspiracy theories have been manufactured to combat the official narrative or the official conspiracy theories. Countless. Remember the snake venom, snake oil from Stu Peters? You know, I don't know Stu Peters. Maybe Stu Peters is a really great guy. Okay, but Stu Peters makes these short little documentaries or sometimes longer documentaries. He interviews these people that make these claims. I'm not saying that they're all false claims, all of his interviews, but it overnight becomes a sensation. And for those of us, or for those of you, who believe in how powerful censorship can be, why is it that although the media will critique and laugh and mock something like the snake venom uh, causing or being the cause of COVID-19 or something to that effect, I've actually kind of wiped a lot of that from my brain, if I'm being honest with you. Got a whole folder on it somewhere, though. Uh, That whole idea is criticized and mocked by the mainstream media, but for some reason, social media allows it to circulate. It doesn't make a lot of sense. And when you suggest 
Maybe the mainstream media needs the alternative media. They play off of each other. Maybe it's controlled opposition in a sense or literally. Maybe, although the mainstream media is probably right in mocking those quote-unquote conspiracy theories about the snake venom, for example, this is just one example, Okay, the alternative media needs the mainstream media just as much because when the mainstream media says the snake venom story is, is just crazy conspiracy theory, well, then people say, well, I don't trust the mainstream media, so this must be true because they're opposed to it. It's very simple, controlled opposition, or I mean that literally or figuratively. It doesn't necessarily have to be some big conspiracy, but they, they play off of each other. And if you try to say, I don't believe either, well, then you do get censored. I've experienced this myself on social media, uploading shows, uploading show promos, where if I critique both the cult of QAnon and the opposition to QAnon, the people that think it's just some wild conspiracy theory, I get censored, I get shadow banned more than the people that promote QAnon. And I don't really understand that. I don't understand that until I think about it for about three seconds and then I realize, oh, it's because the conspiracy, the real conspiracy, is that both narratives are conspiracy theories. And whatever the truth is, it lies somewhere in the middle. And that applies to natural immunity. I mean, how do you define natural immunity? We're redefining words like inflation. So how do we define natural immunity first and foremost? But natural immunity and lab leaks are now becoming part of the accepted narrative, at least in some mainstream news outlets like the Wall Street Journal. I don't trust the Wall Street Journal. I doubt that many of you listening to this show right now trust the Wall Street Journal. I don't trust NBC News, but I suspect that a few of you might uh, might uh, believe NBC News before the Wall Street Journal. I mean, maybe I would believe NBC News before the Wall Street Journal. But nevertheless, mainstream outlets like the Wall Street Journal, like NBC News, are reporting. This is NBC News, February 16th, natural immunity as protective as COVID vaccine against severe illness. Not might be or maybe. It's a statement of fact based on an article published in The Lancet. Now, just two days ago, just over the weekend, February 26th, this is an article from the Wall Street Journal. Bloomberg, Fortune, and others picked it up. I mean, ultimately, these are all run and owned by the same group of people at the top, same handful of people. COVID lab leak theory gets boost as Energy Department joins FBI in leaning toward it. In other words, the FBI has, as most of you know, and I guess I could say the FBI as an organization officially, has opened themselves to the possibility of COVID-19 coming out of a laboratory. I'm not saying I believe that, by the way. That's kind of the whole point of tonight's show. I'm not saying I believe that. I'm saying pay attention to the subtleties. Now the Energy Department is suggesting the same thing. According to the Wall Street Journal, the U.S. Energy Department recently updated its assessment of how the novel coronavirus behind the pandemic emerged. While the department previously said it was undecided on the matter, it now calls the lab leak theory the most likely explanation. The department shared its updated assessment, which it noted it has low confidence in, and a classified intelligence report provided to the White House and key lawmakers, according to the Wall Street Journal. 
And now the Energy Department joins the FBI in backing the lab leak theory. While four other agencies and a national intelligence panel believe the virus emerged through natural transmission. So, although some of the federal government, some intelligence agencies still believe, or some agencies in general, not just intelligence agencies, but agencies in general still believe, well, maybe the virus developed naturally. Others are saying, no, it's actually from a lab. So now the mainstream is fractured. And some of the mainstream has spilt over into the alternative. The point is, I believe both of these narratives are misguided and or used, they're utilized to misguide the public. I mean, if I had to logically assess the situation from everything we've learned over the last three years, I thought at one point maybe this virus came out of a lab And then I realized, well, there certainly are laboratories where work is done in genetics and in chemicals and all sorts of different things. So if there is something causing people to get sick that came out of a lab, this is a thing that can actually happen. But once we saw the the details and the data pertaining to COVID-19, you know, the dying with as opposed to dying from, the manipulation of statistics and people's perceptions and the letters and documents that were prepared in the UK and the US months before we ever had any mandates, months before we ever even heard of COVID-19, where intelligence agencies or the government in general, universities were writing about how to get people to social distance, how to get people to adhere to masking, how to get people to quarantine willingly. And then even way before a vaccine was available, how to get people to take a vaccine, not using science, but using threats and coercion. These are all things, official documents, the NIH, uh, the, the National Health Services in the UK, and so many others, things that you can find in my book, The Technological Elixir. It's just raw, black and white in their own words. Some of these things dated prior to 2020. Where they had, and it's not just Event 201. A lot of the the policies and the mitigation were prepared beforehand. So there is something to say about a pandemic. I just don't like that term. There is something to say about a lab leak, but I don't think that that's what happened because there is certainly uh, something to say that is truthful about laboratories conducting this kind of research. But as Pfizer recently said. They use computer models to do this kind of research. They admitted they use computer models, just like with climate change. It's a computer model. It's not real. I'm not saying computer models can't be beneficial, can't be helpful. They certainly can. But when you plug in information, looking for an outcome, looking for a solution, you want it to say something. You plug in the information, 2 plus 2, in order to get 4, if you will. So apparently natural immunity... And lab leaks are becoming part of the accepted narrative. And as is the case, as we talked about last night, with unidentified flying objects, especially after years and years of cover-up, for some reason, alternative media echo chambers are suddenly willing to accept the mainstream narrative if it confirms to their bias. And that results in the confirmation bias of a manufactured dichotomy which limits questioning beyond what is accepted and rejected by official and alternative sources of information. 
More on this when we come back from break. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Please subscribe. Please buy a book. And we'll be right back. It's 2023, the year of the rabbit, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on GroundZero.radio. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. Hey there, it's Ryan Gable. You know you can always listen to The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday on GroundZero.radio. I don't need it. And for free in the monetized archives on our website or on any radio or podcast player. I don't need it. But you can also help support the show by subscribing to the ad-free archive with montages, digital books, and a private RSS feed. I definitely don't need it. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe today. I need it! Your support economically and energetically will keep us on air into the future. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana? Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir. Or if that's not enough, check out Good Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings, but most importantly, it supports you. Broadcasting from somewhere between heaven, hell, and purgatory, it's The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Release the Kraken! Hello folks, this is Jordan Maxwell, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings, excellent shows with your host, Ryan Gable. Tonight I want there to be, as with most nights, an overwhelming cornucopia, an abundance of context to what I'm saying. I am not telling you that natural immunity or lab leaks are things you should believe in. I'm likewise not telling you that vaccinations and natural viral contagion that just comes out of nowhere are real things. I see things from a different point of view here on The Secret Teachings. I've learned a lot in the last three years. I've always tried to keep an open mind, truly, and I try to approach things as objectively as humanly possible. We are now being told in the last two weeks that two of the most outrageous conspiracy theories are actually true. Does that mean that those conspiracy theories are true just because the Wall Street Journal or NBC News reported on them? Not necessarily. We have to be careful of the bait and switch. We have to be careful of the countless numerous fallacies that revolve around virtually every narrative. We have to be careful of confirmation bias. We just need to be really careful with everything that we consume. On February 16th, NBC News reported that based on a Lancet study, people who had a COVID infection 
which could just mean you tested positive but weren't sick. It could mean anything because tests aren't testing for a virus. Tests are essentially worthless. But according to The Lancet, this is official. If you test positive, if you are maybe sick, they call it severe illness. If you have a severe case of COVID-19, that case of COVID-19 is 88% effective for at the very minimal 10 months, almost a year, at preventing you from being reinfected. Now, based on the details of the symptoms of COVID-19 in general, which are extremely, extremely mild, some people say, I got way sicker. Probably not from a particle. You were probably already really sick. You probably already had something wrong with you, and now you're just associating it with a particle because that's the thing you hear about every day in the news. You could have had Ebola, for that matter, but you would call it COVID because you tested positive with it, including people who die. Do you know George Floyd is probably the only person who died with COVID-19 in his body, or so they say, because of a positive test, and yet he wasn't listed as dying of COVID-19 or fentanyl, for that matter, he was listed as having been killed by racist police officers, although he had more fentanyl in his body and he had more COVID in his body, reportedly, than if every police officer put their knee on his neck, which did not happen immediately if you watch that video. He tested positive, and turns out they say he died of racism, not of COVID-19, because it didn't fit the narrative. Didn't fit the narrative, and that's what's important. Apparently, natural immunity, according to NBC News and The Lancet, does fit the narrative now. Two weeks ago, NBC News reported this. The Lancet said the study, the largest meta-analysis to date to look at immunity following infection, included 65 studies from 19 countries and compared the risk of developing COVID again in people who had recovered from infections to people who hadn't been infected through uh, through September of last year. That's when the data was, was the cutoff point. People who had hybrid immunity, or immunity from both infection and vaccination, were excluded. So they say, based on this study, that natural immunity is as protective as a COVID-19 vaccine. Now remember, whether you believe that vaccines are safe and effective, or you believe viruses cause all the diseases, or whatever you believe, the point is, we were told that natural immunity was no longer a thing. Natural immunity would not protect us. Turns out, once again, that was also a lie. No matter if it is true that natural immunity is a real thing or natural immunity has an effect, depends on how you define natural immunity, but we were lied to about that. In the same way we were lied to about vaccines not, um, not having any safety or any effectiveness issues. They're just perfectly safe and effective, which is not a thing in, 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 in nature. Nothing is perfectly safe and effective. You can die from eating too many carrots. Okay, your, your car could have the best safety rating. You get into an accident. You're sitting in the wrong place and at the wrong time. You still could die. Nothing is 100%. So to tell somebody that this product's 100% safe and effective, that alone is, is, is an alarming piece of piece of propaganda. You should be aware immediately that something is wrong here. They, were, they would be much more likely to gain people's respect if they were to be honest, and maybe people would actually buy more of the product. But since the product doesn't work, they have to lie about it, 
and they have to act like a sleazy car salesman to try to manipulate you into taking it. Or they'll just go to government, pay people off to force you to take their product. The lab leak theory is also now becoming part of the accepted narrative. COVID lab leak theory gets boost as Energy Department joins FBI in leaning towards it. Other agencies still say no, it naturally occurred. But it seems strange, don't you think, the FBI and the Energy Department or Department of Energy are now saying no, we think it actually came from a laboratory. What is happening here? As is the case with UFOs, after years and years of cover-up, as we discussed last night on the show, seen through the UFO prism, for some reason, alternative media echo chambers are suddenly so willing and eager to accept the mainstream narrative because it confirms their own belief. And this results in confirmation bias of an otherwise, uh, if you were to step back and look at it, a manufactured uh, series of narratives, a manufactured dichotomy Confirmation bias of this manufactured dichotomy that limits questioning beyond what is accepted and rejected by official and alternative sources of information. I'll give you an example. I've told this story maybe once on the show, maybe twice. About a year ago, I went out to do laundry here in Tucson. And I chose to wear my, uh, I think I had my, Joe, it was my Joe Biden for uh, nursing home shirt on. And I go in to do laundry as I'm coming out, this guy who is parked next to me at the laundromat, he sees my shirt and he says, hey, I like that shirt. And I said, hey, thank you. And I said, I actually noticed that you have um, some bumper stickers there on your car. You had an Infowars sticker. And I was just, I said, I'm, I'm curious, like, um, you know, you liked my shirt. You got that Infowars sticker. You know, what's going on? We started talking for a few minutes and conversation about 15 minutes conversation went really well we were on the same page until he brought up robert malone and the mass formation psychosis and he said yeah it's like mass formation psychosis and i said well mass formation psychosis is just like whatever you want to call it i mean i i don't care what people call it but i was like i don't know how i feel about that term i told this guy because i don't like when someone goes on to um a radio show or a podcast or TV or wherever it is, and it just becomes popular overnight. And it just becomes the the, the new talking point of anything not mainstream. I said, I don't like that, so I don't like that term. This guy got apparently offended, and he said, oh, okay, well, I got to go, and left. And I'm thinking, isn't this guy an info warrior? Isn't this guy a listener of Alex Jones? Doesn't he not trust the mainstream media? He asks questions when in fact he is absorbed, and this is nothing to people like Alex Jones, he's absorbed in a similar kind of cult to the mainstream media, but to the alternative media or whatever you want to call it. The same kind of thing happens with the secret teachings. People will take things I say, post them online, and say Ryan Gable believes that this, this, this is 100% real. Well, you're taking what I said, probably unintentionally, but probably with, with good intention, out of context. People do the same thing with, with Clyde on Ground Zero. I'm sure if you're a radio host or a podcaster, you might have experienced the same thing. It's not that people are trying to be deceptive, but they hear something, it's profound or it's interesting, they share it, and then it becomes a thing. And the more popular the show is, the more powerful or influential the show is, 
the more people that it reaches. And then it just becomes the new talking point every day. It's a new talking point, a new talking point, a new talking point. A new. I don't care about the talking points. That's why I'm telling you tonight that, yeah, NBC News says natural immunity is real now, according to The Lancet, which we already I thought we already knew that COVID lab leak theory is now supported by the Department of Energy. But a lot of people already believe that. So what is happening? Because other agencies still believe in the natural development theory. Other people still believe that natural immunity is a myth now when it wasn't a myth uh, three years ago. Why suddenly is there a shift? And not a complete shift, but just a small shift. And despite the shift in narrative, there's this cult-like protective response to not only the original story, but to the alternative narrative, even if it, if that alternative narrative is proven to be or admitted to be real or factual or closer to the elusive truth, there's this weird cult-like protective response to the original story as much as there is a cult-like protective response to, like that guy I was talking to at the laundromat, something Robert Malone said, and I don't dislike Robert Malone. I, I listen to what the guy says in his interviews, but because he used a word that became uh, a hashtag overnight, within seconds, really, overnight. And I said, I don't like that terminology. This guy ends the conversation because I must not be on their team. And look, I'm not on anybody's team, okay? I'm on team, I'm trying to think for myself. That's the team I'm on. If you're on that team too, we're teammates. If you're not on that team and you have an issue with what I'm saying, then I guess we're not teammates. But despite the shift in narrative, the lab leak theory, the natural immunity, these things actually might be real. There's a cult-like protective response to the original story that nothing came out of a lab, that's racist, and that natural immunity is not a thing, only vaccines and science changes, etc. Because a lot of people find it really offensive to their ego, whether they realize it or not, to let go of the fact that they were lied to. To let go of the fact that they might have been manipulated. That doesn't sit well. I mean, I can tell you, I can be honest with you, that when the whole thing began in 2020, I was talking about it in late 2019, but when the whole thing began here in the States in 2020, two days, just two days, I wore a mask for just a few minutes here or there at, at the little grocery store I worked at. And then I realized this is an absolute joke. These don't do anything. These uh, make my face, I my face would break out in like a rash and this was a cloth mask, too. And I said, I'm not going to do this anymore. And so I started researching it to find, you know, some kind of uh, information, evidence, etc. And this was pre-masking becoming a big thing. And I started finding all these studies going back to the 90s that masks, even in hospital settings, don't do anything except prevent like a doctor from sneezing or coughing into a patient. They don't prevent, quote unquote, transmission of a virus. That's a whole nother thing. It's all based on theory. It's all based on the idea. That's why they call it the germ theory. It's based on the idea. In fact, one of the only uh, a major studies that was done at the beginning of 2020, mid-2020, uh, the USA Today had reported it in this big piece. And this is actually in my book, The Technological Elixir. There was a study conducted about droplets that when someone sneezes or coughs and how those droplets could spread the virus, but could spread the virus, may spread the virus, the study authors said we did not actually look at patients who were 
positive with for COVID-19. We didn't actually have people analyzing the droplets for COVID-19. We just said, because a sneeze can travel this many feet, a mask could prevent the droplets from traveling that many feet. So that means that masks work. Not to prevent transmission of anything, unless you're talking about just uh, some, some saliva. That's how deceptive and manipulative, especially when people are paid or people believe it and it becomes a cult, this is what happens when science becomes a dogma. And despite the shift in narrative now, where the mainstream is acknowledging, oh, the alternative media was right about some things, people still cling to the original story. And people in the alternative media willingly accept the fact that the mainstream is now acknowledging that they were right two to three years ago. But how can you trust them? Because after they've lied to you for three years, how can you trust them? They've actually lied to you for longer than that. Go back to weapons of mass destruction. But how can you trust them? Just like UFOs. Well, the government says UFOs are real now. So um, I believe them. They're not lying to us. When in fact, as we discussed last night, the only thing the government has acknowledged is what they've acknowledged before. A certain percentage of what they've investigated, whether that's the new investigations or that's Project Blue Book, a certain percentage are not explainable or haven't been explained yet. We have learned nothing new about these craft or these objects for 75 plus years. We've learned nothing. We knew they could maneuver in a, in a wild and Alice in Wonderland-like fashion back in the 40s. We know the same thing today. We know very little about them. But a lot of people think that the government is now telling them the truth, confirming their bias when they're not being told anything different than they were in the 40s. Same thing with COVID-19, same thing with lab leaks and natural immunity. Because the mainstream acknowledges it, suddenly the alternative or the people that don't believe the mainstream, they're like, oh, 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 oh look, 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 they're acknowledging it now. So I believe them now. Personally, I think, oh, look, they're acknowledging it now. I wasn't so crazy but at the same time, I don't believe what they're saying still. I don't trust what is being reported. There's always an angle. There's always something to gain. And if we just believe it because it confirms our bias, then this is just a manufactured dichotomy that prevents us. It's an honest prevention. It seems right. We shouldn't ask any more questions, but it prevents us or limits us from questioning what is beyond the accepted and rejected narratives of, of official and, and, and alternative sources of information and news. And people will still defend to the death, probably, if you put them in a ring, the official narrative. It's all operating like a dogma, a doctrine, a cult, call it whatever you will. In fact, the Atlantic, you know that really terrible newspaper, the Atlantic, they ran a viral, became a viral piece, an apologetic article in October of 2022, just a few months ago, calling for what they called pandemic amnesty. They suggested that we should forget the destruction of what humans, not particles, humans, what humans did, the destruction that humans brought to relationships, businesses, opportunities, and lives in general. They say, let's just move on and forget the coercion, the manipulation, the gaslighting, the threats, etc. Just move on and forget about it. 
Forget that I robbed you. Forget that I raped your wife. Forget that I kidnapped your kids. Forget that I did this or forget that I did that. Just forgive me. That's what Jesus would do and let me do it again. The cult is actually so pervasive, so naked, and so without shame. You know Woody Harrelson, the actor? Woody Harrelson went on to SNL. He did the opening six or so minute monologue for SNL, their recent episode. And all this week, two days, all this week, the media has been focused on that six-minute stand-up opening monologue that he did for SNL. Maybe you've seen this, maybe you haven't. Now, he spoke for about six minutes and change. And at the very end of the monologue, and I'll play it for you, he was joking around about, um, he's joking around about drugs and drinking throughout the, the monologue. And he gets to the end of it, and he's, he's talking about this, this script, this idea for a movie. And he says, just, you know, the movie's basically this, this idea that drug cartels collude with government and media to force people to take their products in order to provoke, um, in order to provoke um, basically a, 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 um, an obedient-like uh, response under the, the threat of what will happen if you don't don't follow orders or don't take the drugs. Just drug cartels colluding with government and media to force the people to take the products. That's all he said. And then he made a joke about, he's like, why? I don't need to be forced to do drugs. I do drugs all the time. People laughed. They moved on. And the show started. That's all that happened. But if you read the news today or yesterday about Woody Harrelson's SNL stand-up, his little monologue, you'd think that he got on stage and said, Everybody who took a vaccine is stupid. This is not a joke. F you, F you, F you. But that's not what he did. In fact, let me just play it for you. And you can see how or determine if this is offensive or not. Or if this is what People Magazine and Rolling Stone and all the big outlets. See if this is what they called conspiracy theory. This is a wild conspiracy theory. This is all he said about well, they're drug companies and, quote, drugs or products. So the movie goes like this. The biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes. And people can only come out if they take the cartels drugs and keep taking them over and over. I threw the script away. I mean, who is going to believe that crazy idea of being forced to do drugs? I do that voluntarily all day long. Anyway. Big drug cartels colluding with government and media to force the public to take their products. And that provoked the wrath of paid-for news. Ironically, if he was trying to make a statement... He was joking, but if he was trying to make a statement intentionally, I think Woody Harrelson's a smart guy, so maybe he was trying to make a little bit of a statement there with the joke, assuming he even wrote it, that what he said about media being being bought and paid for by the drug cartels, this actually is proven by the fact that although what he said was not even mild, you'd you'd have to really look for it to even catch the, the reference, really, the media spent the last 48 hours from People Magazine to Rolling Stone to you name it, attacking and calling Woody Harrelson names. Here's Variety. 
Here's People, USA Today, Vanity Fair, Vulture, which is appropriately named. Um, here is uh, got a Yahoo News. There's so many of these. Woody Harrelson slams COVID set protocols as nonsense. Woody Harrelson sparks controversy by supporting COVID vaccine conspiracy. Woody Harrelson SNL monologue includes COVID vaccine conspiracy. Woody Harrelson really blew it on SNL. It just goes on and on and on. All just working together, all repeating the same talking points, and everybody thinks it's a conspiracy theory to make a joke. Not sure what that means, but obviously the mainstream media, probably the drug companies that pay for and buy the mainstream media and their and their hosts and their, quote, journalists, apparently they found offense to it, so they chose to spend their time the last two days attacking Woody Harrelson and saying that he supports conspiracy theories, although all he said was, well, the movie goes like this, drug cartels collude with government and media to force the public to take their products. They don't have to force me. I, this, I find this ridiculous. I don't believe this. Uh, I, I, I take drugs willingly. It's just a, it's a silly joke. And it also proves a point, which is what good jokes do, proves a point. It shows where the establishment is wrong, etc. But the media just has this panic attack, this fit. Even while NBC News and the Wall Street Journal and others are now acknowledging actually those conspiracy theories about lab leaks and natural immunity, they might not be so much conspiracy theories as they are maybe real. Now, personally, I don't believe that COVID-19 as something that came out of a lab or something that could provide you with natural immunity to it in the future. I don't believe these are things, necessarily. I don't believe the mainstream or the alternative narrative. And I find it really dangerous, not just kind of funny it's, and, and ridiculous, it's also kind of dangerous when Woody Harrelson on SNL makes a passing comment about drug cartels colluding with media to force you to take a product, and then, even though he makes a joke and at his own expense and he moves on and the show starts and nobody really has a problem until the media starts telling people Woody Harrelson was promoting conspiracy theories on SNL. If you missed it, here's the conspiracy theory. It's the mainstream media creating the conspiracy theory, though. How many people realize that when he said it? A few people on social media, a few people made a comment about it. And then when the mainstream media gets a hold of it, they create the conspiracy theory. They create the hype. They actually do themselves a disservice because they're being paid by the drug cartels to trash Woody Harrelson because of what he said, proving the joke was actually quite true that the drug cartels collude with media and anybody who questions lockdowns, quarantines, and drugs, i.e. vaccines, they're bad people that believe in conspiracy theories. Again, proving his point about the media working with the big drug cartels. Now, there are cults of healthcare, cults of media, mainstream and alternative, cults of political parties. All of these things, all these cults are very dogmatic. They're very doctrine-based. And they require the same worship and dedication as the countless vengeful and bloodthirsty gods all throughout human society and human culture. These cults, these dogmas have heavens and hells. They have demons and angels. They have sacraments. They have sacrificing of the young. 
They have all the tenets of a cult, religious or otherwise. And that's what we're dealing with here. And it's not just the mainstream. It's not just the big drug cartels and big media. It's also the alternative media. It's also a lot of alternative medicine. I've listened. I used to like Mike Adams. I've listened to Mike Adams talk about and some other doctors now, uh, Peter McCullough. Oh, we've got the we've got the products. And uh, if you buy these products, they'll, they'll get rid of the spike protein. Can I see some research on that, please? It's the same kind of nonsensical claim. Get the vaccine and you won't get sick. Take this product, buy this product from me, and then will this product will get rid of the spike protein and you won't get you won't get any of the the weird side effects of the vaccine. This will just this will just erase it. It creates this parallel underground market for equally as dangerous or if not dangerous, ridiculous, useless products. Somebody somewhere is always making money. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. More after this. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to tell you why Jesus is kind of like a vaccine. Uh, Jabs for Jesus. Jesus jabs when we come back from break. Don't go anywhere. From the occult and theology to history and the paranormal, The Secret Teachings Radio Show brings you that and more Monday through Friday on GroundZero.radio. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. If you're looking to learn more in 2023, then look no further than books from The Secret Teachings. The Technological Elixir explores UFOs, artificial intelligence, and demonic contracts in the entertainment industry. Liberty Shrugged is an illuminating and nonpartisan look into American history, focusing on natural law, slavery, and the war for independence. Food philosophy is not a diet book, but it does help alleviate confusion over food industry propaganda with specific focus on bizarre ingredients that are put into your foods. And Occult Arcana is a compendium of esoteric wisdom, from theology and sympathetic magic to witchcraft, voodoo, and the origins of holidays. Get physical and digital copies of these books only at www.thesecretteachings.info. And remember, all physical books also come with a digital copy as well. This is one of the best discussions I've been on in a long time. You guys are right on it. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. You know you can always listen to The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday on GroundZero.radio and for free in the monetized archives on our website or on any radio or podcast player. But you can also help support the show by subscribing to the ad-free archive with montages, digital books, and a private RSS feed. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe today. Your support economically and energetically will keep us on air into the future. Thank you for your support. Hi, this is Laura. I'm from Las Vegas, and I listen to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable because he never fails to provide us with great information from various topics on which he's done extensive and thorough research to back him. Thank you for all that you do and all your hard work, Ryan, and thank you for sharing it with the rest of us. This is David Icke, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Why else would you show up with that thing on your back just three days before President Business is going to use the crackle to end the world? President Business is going to end the world? But he's such a good guy. In Octane, they make good stuff. Music, dairy products, coffee, TV shows, surveillance systems, all history books, voting machines. Wait a minute. Welcome to the darkness. I hope you find it enlightening. Think about your hero. 
when you're at ground zero and call up to the follow back to me. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of the secret teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. listening to the secret teachings radio i'm your host ryan gable thank you so much for joining us this morning this afternoon tonight whenever and wherever you are listening on ground zero radio or in the free archive at the secret teachings.info or if you are a subscriber thank you so much for subscribing because it is the only thing that keeps us on air outside of the free archive which is monetized so we get paid when you hear those really annoying advertisements most of them are really annoying we get paid every time you listen to the show or download it for free so thank you for downloading the show listening to the show subscribing to the show etc it allows us to do what we do five nights a week we also have our fundraiser for contact in the desert we're giving away some autographed show logos that are in the little frames we're also doing autographed books and we're doing some if you're interested in collecting certain types of uh, you know things that you like the secret teachings a lot we have some stuff we used to use in studio for the radio setup that i no longer need and those things i have a um a post available on facebook you can go check it out uh doing a little fundraiser just for contact in the desert trying to raise 500 bucks to go gonna drive out there myself um just looking to, to, to help pay for the accommodations and all that so we can cover the conference, the big, big UFO conference. Again, Gable at yahoo.com, Gable at yahoo.com, or tstradio at protonmail.com. If you're interested in helping us with that, or if you're interested in the show itself and have questions, whatever it might be, shoot us an email. So NBC News and the Wall Street Journal, these are the two stories I started out with tonight, both of them acknowledging in the last two weeks, one in the last 48 hours, that natural immunity is as protective as a COVID vaccine. Or COVID lab leak theory gets boost as Energy Department joins the FBI in saying, oh yeah, it probably came out of a laboratory. So what does that mean? It means that the alternative media might have been right. Was the alternative media right? Is it really a a lab leak? Is natural immunity really a thing? Was the mainstream media lying the whole time? Apparently natural immunity and lab leaks are part of the accepted narrative now. But as we discussed last night with UFOs, after years and years of cover-up and years and years of lying, sometimes naked lying, for some reason alternative media which is in and of itself an echo chamber, alternative media are suddenly willing to accept the mainstream narrative because it confirms their own bias. I'm not saying that the mainstream media is always wrong. I don't trust the mainstream media, but I'm not saying they're always wrong. Objectively speaking, they get certain things right sometimes. 
And likewise, I'm not saying that the alternative media is always right because they get a lot of things wrong a lot of the time. I don't know if you've noticed this. I've definitely noticed it. Remember when Big Pharma and politicians paid by Big Pharma and media paid by Big Pharma all told us that vaccines were so safe and so effective, they never had anything this perfect before. You know, your Lord and Savior Donald Trump still supports the vaccines. Wouldn't it have been more honest and real if they told us they're like 96% effective? But 100% effective? Very little things. Very, very few things, I should say. Uh, are that effective in in life. You know, even going out in nature, you're not always going to have a good time. That's about as natural and as close to God as you can get. I guess you could perceive, uh, you know, you go outside and try to get some some sun or take a hike and, you know, maybe uh, trip and scuff your knee or you sprain an ankle or it starts raining, you get all soaked. Maybe you could see it as a positive experience, but nothing is perfect and goes the way that it's always supposed to go. Whatever can go wrong will go wrong, right? You could see that, I guess, as a positive thing. But the point is, to say something's 100% is is extremely misleading, and, and, and it's very, very suspicious. Obviously, we know that 100% was a lie, but it's not much different than in the alternative community, people selling you products to flush out whatever the vaccine put into you. I don't know if you've noticed this, but whatever we call the alternative is as bad as the mainstream. That's why I don't trust the mainstream, and I certainly don't trust the mainstream when the mainstream promotes the alternative narratives that, for the most part, are just as equally absurd and misguided and and misleading. Because a lot of the alternative is really the mainstream with a different mask. It's really the mainstream that people trust more than the mainstream mainstream. Uh, in, in, in a sense that you know the mainstream media and social media, which allows a lot of alternative media to, to run on its platform with outrageous theories and conspiracies... They all work together. The mainstream needs the alternative. The alternative needs the mainstream because the alternative can say, look, the mainstream finally said what we said. The COVID lab leak theory gets a boost from the energy department. Natural immunity is as protective as COVID vaccine. The alternative might say the vaccine is not effective at all, but it's moving in the direction of what the alternative media has been saying. But that allows the mainstream media to say, no, the alternative media, they're still lying. They're still taking things out of context. It's all for money which is precisely what the mainstream media is. And the alternative media says, no, the mainstream media is still lying. They acknowledge it, but it's all you know, too little, too late. But we were right because they, people that we think are liars said that we're telling the truth. That means that we're right. That means you're not focused on truth or facts. You're focused on the ego. You're concerned with confirmation bias, confirming you're a bias inside of a manufactured dichotomy with no ability apparently to ask questions Because whatever is accepted or rejected by official and alternative sources of information is the dogma. But even so, despite the shift in narrative, there's a cult-like protective response to the original narrative 
the original mainstream narrative as there will always be a cult-like protective response to the alternative narrative. If you question alternative narratives about anything, could be Planet X, could be Bigfoot, cryptids, it could be anything, you're a denier. You're, a den- you're denying that these things exist. Actually, I'm just asking questions. Oh, you might as well be working for the FBI or you're working for the mainstream media. It's the same exact ego-based response because we can't let the ego go. We can't let the thing we identify with be questioned because then we're being questioned. Can't allow that to happen. Or some people can have no shame at all and like the person or the people who wrote and edited the October 2022 Atlantic article calling for pandemic amnesty, saying just forget about the destruction that humans, not particles, did to your relationships, your business, all the opportunities in life, your job, and just your your lives in general. Just move on, forget the coercion, the manipulation, the gaslighting, the rape, the torture, the lockdowns, the quarantines, the masks, the lying, 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 and all the threats. Forget all that. Just move on. Forget about it, right? Just move on. You only live once. You should be afraid of missing out what comes missing out on what comes next. It's like, well, if we don't address the coercion, the manipulation, the gaslighting, the lying, the threats, etc then it'll just happen again because powerful people only can maintain their power when the common person does nothing to resist moves of authoritarianism, moves that violate their most basic fundamental human rights. If there's no consequences to those violations, those oppressions, the people are going to continue to do them. How much tyranny will people take? As much as they'll take. That's, that's the answer. As much as they'll take. It could be a lot. It could be a little. And this cult, although it is extremely pervasive, it's also very naked. Uh, to the point now where even when Woody Harrelson goes onto SNL for a six-minute opening stand-up monologue, all he has to do is reference the idea of drug cartels colluding with government and media to force the public to take their products and then makes a joke out of it and then starts the show. This garners hatred, vicious, nasty attacks by the mainstream media, ironically proving his joke is quite accurate and factual, that the mainstream media apparently is colluding with Big Pharma because even to allude that drugs or vaccines are being forced on people and it's because the media works with Big Pharma and government works with Big Pharma, to even allude to that, Something most people wouldn't have seen, but something that most people wouldn't have heard. You know, don't watch SNL. You have no idea. I don't watch SNL. I didn't know about this until today. But when the media gets a hold of it and they start publishing this stuff, then it also sparks a response from the alternative media, part of that dichotomy. And when the mainstream media gets a hold of it, they make more people aware of it, uh, kind of ironically expanding the 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 idea and telling people no it's not true but it makes it it's weird because the mainstream media is is acknowledged on the surface i mean it's admitted it it's it's you can see it in commercials they're sponsored by big pharmaceutical companies so big pharmaceutical companies instructing the media to attack someone who dared to joke about big pharmaceutical companies controlling the media kind of proves the point 
Take a listen to that again from Woody Harrelson at SNL. So the movie goes like this. The biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes. And people can only come out if they take the cartel's drugs and keep taking them over and over. I threw the script away. I mean, who is going to believe that crazy idea of being forced to do drugs? I do that voluntarily all day long. Anyway, it's about that time. And that's it. And that provoked this nasty response from the mainstream media critiquing and analyzing and attacking ad hominem attacks, especially. They love those attacking Woody Harrelson. He's stupid. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's an idiot. He's a COVID denier. He's a this, he's a that. Pick a magazine, pick a news publication, pick an article. It's all over the internet. Just type in Woody Harrelson. It's all over the place. Because he suggested that pharmaceutical companies might control the media. And that's, I mean, you really have to pay attention to that. And really, you'd really have to be offended to respond in the way that the mainstream media in particular has done. So it shows you that what he said is, I mean, it's obvious and naked, but it's, it's also accurate and it provokes that kind of a response because it's accurate and, and they don't like that. The mainstream media doesn't like that because they get paid by the big pharmaceutical companies. It's as simple as that. But it wouldn't have been a big deal if mainstream media wouldn't have talked about it. So th- th- there's, therein lies part of the, the, the issue we're addressing tonight. A lot of things would not, like, for example, 9-11 conspiracies... If the government and if the mainstream media would have been honest, if they would have released the footage from the Pentagon to show the plane striking the building, they would not have all these conspiracy theories that refuse to acknowledge the validity of anything that the Defense Department or the government in general or the mainstream media says. And then they have all these conspiracy theories to play off of because they're not honest. And when they play off of them, they can create these, these narratives to criticize and to attack those people because that gets good ratings. It, it's, it's just a bit, all of it's a business. They know if, if we tell people the truth, it doesn't make any money. If we lie to people, it will make money because people will believe the lie, but then other people won't believe the lie, so they'll push back against it, and then we'll have an excuse to attack them as well that creates the drama, that creates the alternative narratives, and everybody gets paid. It's the same thing in the paranormal or in ufology. Telling people the truth doesn't make you money. Ain't that right, Stephen Cambion? Telling people the truth and being honest and real with people doesn't make money. And that's okay if you don't need to make money. That's fine. It would be nice to be paid for the fruits or to obtain fruit for your labor, if you will. It'd be nice to get some monetary you know, value, especially if you do this for a living like I do. But if you lie to people and tell them that you're in contact with Atlanteans or reptilians or Pleiadians or some federation or whatever, I mean, it's not much different than saying that you're in contact with God, which is great. But to tell people you're in contact with God and nobody else can see or talk to him, 
mm, now we have a little bit of a problem. Like Corey Good's blue chickens. Nobody can interact with them, but they're real, but they're also just intellectual property that he made up. But he interacts with them so he can sell these stories as real, even though they're fake. All this got me thinking that, you know, Jesus Christ as a symbol. I don't want to get into this again. I mentioned it briefly last night. Jesus Christ is a combination of two different names. Jesus, Jesus, Zeus, the chief God. Christ is like Christos. Okay, we have a, a direct parallel to the, the Hindu uh, myths and the Hindu religions. Think of Lord Krishna. Krishna is Christos, the Christ. Christ is the anointed one, the Messiah, the Savior, the Mesa, of the, uh, the, which is the oil taken from the fat of a crocodile. It's called Mesa. In Egypt, they would anoint the pharaohs with it. Pharaohs would become messiahs. The Mesa, the Christ, the G- these are all titles. Even uh, barbarous is a, is a title that I believe means um, uh, son of God or something to that effect, which has a strong relationship with the mystery schools of Greece and, and Rome and Egypt and et cetera, going back not just in that part of the world, but all over the world, South and Central America, even in places like China, etc. So the reason I bring Jesus up is because I noticed that when people find somebody like myself, I had somebody email me this week. It was actually Sunday night. And they said that I'm, I'm going to hell. This, this is news to me. I haven't packed yet. Uh, I'm going to hell. And I have, uh, I, I'm, I have like, I'm like the, I'm a, I'm a demon seed or I'm the seed of a demon. Not because I don't have morals or values or not because I've, harshly criticized Christianity, which I, I harshly criticize everything, but I also have said many times that I think Christianity is a positive religious moral movement in the way that other religions are as you know, Buddhism is very positive. Although I told an, an ex-girlfriend's parents one time I was a Buddhist and they told me I was a Satanist. So, so th- this doesn't make any sense. I'm a demon seed. I'm going to hell and all that simply because I don't believe Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. I I have a hard time believing that Jesus Christ is a singular figure, first and foremost, okay? I'm pretty sure the Christians just made Jesus into a Savior so they could claim that their religion was the one and only true religion. Kind of sounds like a scam to me. Doesn't mean that there aren't some good things in Christianity, but because I believe that, kind of, if you can prove me wrong, great, but that's what I kind of believe, then... I'm going to hell and I'm all these terrible things, right? And I noticed, I realized when that email came in and I read that, I thought, Jesus is just like a COVID-19 vaccine. It doesn't matter if you're pro-vaccine and you just decided I'm not going to get this vaccine. It doesn't matter. You can be pro-Christian, okay? Pro-Christian. But if you don't say, I believe in Jesus Christ, suddenly none of that matters. You could have memorized the whole Bible. You could pray for 12 hours a day. You go to church, you do charity, you do all the things that Jesus told you to do. And, and you do things Jesus didn't even tell you to do. You just are just a genuinely good person. You and, and it, But it doesn't matter, right? In Christianity, because in Christianity, for most people in Christianity, if you don't believe in Christ, you, you, don't go, to, you, you go to hell. Okay, So I get that a lot of Christians believe that, but it, it just sounds like the, the dogma of a COVID-19 vaccine. And I mean that really seriously. I'm not joking. 
you there's so many doctors that are pro vaccine or have never questioned vaccines. They're always give vaccine, 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 drugs, 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 surgery, 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 surgery. But when COVID-19 popped its head up, some of those doctors said, you know, there might be alternatives. Maybe we don't have to have a vaccine for everything or this particular vaccine is dangerous, but all the other vaccines, you just, you should still get those. Just like Jesus. You believe in Jesus, you believe in you know the Bible, the Christianity. But if you don't say, I love the vaccine and I'm getting it. If you don't say, I love Jesus and I'm bringing him into my heart, I'm going to get an, an injection of Jesus. You're going to hell. That's the bottom line. The radical Christian condemns you to hell just like Anthony Fauci condemns you to hell. These are the high priests, the heaven and hell, the angels and demons. I mean, I'm a demon apparently, even though I, for the most part, not because I'm a Christian, because I'm not, but I follow the the moral code or the moral values of, of, of Christianity, which aren't just Western and aren't just Christian. They're Eastern as well. They're, they're global. Humans have believed in, in, in these ethics and dignity and respect and all, all these things for a very, very long time. In fact, Eastern traditions probably are more spiritually advanced in general not just because they're older, but because they also pay homage to the the ancestrals, uh, the ancestral spirits, uh, community spirits, uh, nature spirits, etc. And the word spirit is a very, very definable word, but we're not going to discuss that in detail. Jesus is like a vaccine. It's a, a Jesus, a, a Jesus jabs or jabbing for Jesus, whatever you want to call it. I just, I just think I, I like the I like Jesus and jab in the same sentence. It's the same exact thing. You don't take the vaccine. You're going to hell. You're killing people. You don't say, I believe in Jesus. And I do believe in Jesus. Jesus was probably many people. Which Jesus are you talking about? The astrological Jesus or the physical Jesus, which probably came in a variety of shapes and sizes. Red hair, crooked nose, very short, hunchback, tall, all sorts of different sizes. All colors too, probably brown, white, who knows? Because I don't believe in your conception of of a singular deity that you created, that the church created, I'm going to hell. If I don't believe in the mRNA vaccines, even though I believe in all the other vaccines, I'm going to COVID hell. If I don't offer up my children on the altar to Yahweh, then I'm going to hell. If I don't offer up my children in a COVID vaccine, experiment or narrative, then I'm also going to hell. It's very, very, very similar. Very similar. There's a lot more to this story, though. In August of 2022, the number of vaccinated people surpassed unvaccinated for COVID deaths. More vaccinated people died from COVID than unvaccinated people. Now, this is because more and more people were getting vaccinated. And when people die of any condition, then they are dying of the vaccine. So when people say, Oh, you heard that the mainstream media finally acknowledged the number of vaccinated surpassed the unvaccinated for COVID deaths. This is what we've been saying the whole time. Well, kind of, but also the more people that get vaccinated, the more people are going to die normally or from accidents, as they always have. And then those people who were vaccinated are considered vaccinated deaths by some people. Even if they're not dying of the vaccine, 
in the same way that even if you don't die from COVID, you can die with COVID. That's a COVID death. And this is what always gets to me. This is what bothers me so much about viruses and vaccines. People told us the virus is what's making you sick. That is not true. Then they told us the vaccine will prevent that. That is not true because if people aren't getting sick from the particle, how is a vaccine going to prevent you from getting sick from something that isn't making you sick? But that's a separate story. The vaccine is suddenly killing everybody in the same way the virus was killing everybody. So you either die from a virus or you die from a vaccine. And people like myself are sitting here thinking, wait a minute, the leading causes of death in the United States are preventable and treatable. And when people die with these leading causes of death, it's blamed on a vaccine or it's blamed on a virus. Very convenient because it makes singular a complex issue. You get sick from more than a singular cause. There's a complex set of factors involved here. Just like weather, one storm cannot be attributed to a complex thing that has been reduced to climate change. Weather's more complex than that. The body is more complex. Health is more complex than that. In the same way that you get a vaccine, certainly people have taken vaccines of all sorts, and that's why there's a vaccine injury uh, 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 fund, and you can, you can get money out of it. Billions of dollars have been paid out over the last couple of decades. Vaccines can be harmful to think that this new vaccine or these newer vaccines bivalent or boosters or whatever are 100% effective is just totally and absolutely bonkers crazy. That tells you you're being lied to. But then also to think that the vaccine kills everybody, you're also being lied to. Most people dying are not dying of a virus and they're not dying of a vaccine. Vaccines can be de detrimental and dangerous. That doesn't mean that they're killing everybody who takes them. This is more of that us versus them, polarizing dichotomy, left versus right, mainstream versus alternative. More vaccinated people test positive for COVID-19, you know, from, from the beginning of vaccination because the people that got the vaccine had a hard-on for taking tests. So the more tests you take, false positive or otherwise, you're going to get some positive results, even if you're not sick. It's all easily manipulatable data. And even in the UK, the health services over there and the psychological units, SAGE and the SPIB, they acknowledged that they used psychology to manipulate people to take tests and to get vaccines because people weren't, quote, adequately afraid. It was adequately afraid or adequately scared or frightened. And now the Lancet says, yeah, natural immunity. Yeah, it's a real thing now. COVID lab leak theory. The DOE now supports the FBI in saying, yeah, it's probably from a lab. But is that actually true? I have a hard time believing that as well. This is The Secret Teachings. I'm Ryan Gable. Please grab a book. Please subscribe. Please support our fundraiser for Contact in the Desert. rdgable at yahoo.com. More after this. Don't go anywhere. It's 2023, the year of the rabbit, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on GroundZero.radio.
Want to hear more of the Secret Teachings radio show? Search for the show on any radio or podcast player or find links and a free archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you want to get rid of those annoying ads and get extra perks like access to the montage archive, digital copies of Ryan's books, and early access to the show, then subscribe to the full show archive at thesecretteachings.info. Visit the website and click the button that says subscribe. You can do so monthly, yearly, or through a one-time donation. Your support always keeps the secret teachings on the air. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm the last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. This is David John Oates from ReverseSpeech.com. You are listening to The Secret Teaching with Ron Gable. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Tonight, we are taking an objective approach to the subject of an unfolding series of updates pertaining to the entire pandemic narrative. As of last year, the number of dead people who were vaccinated surpassed the unvaccinated. More vaccinated people also test positive for the quote-unquote virus. But it's a question of, are people dying with or from? And it's a question of how many people getting a vaccine are also obsessed with testing and people that aren't vaccinated don't test as much. It's also a question of how many people who get vaccinated, it's about 60%, they say. How many of those people are dying from natural causes that have nothing to do with the vaccine, but some people say, including the mainstream now, These are vaccine-related or COVID-related, although they had the vaccine, deaths. It's not black or white. Now, The Lancet is reporting that an infection with COVID-19 will provide you with immunity. 88% effective at reducing hospitalization for up to 10 months, according to The Lancet. The Department of Energy and the Federal Bureau of Investigation are now on the same page as pertaining uh, as what pertains to a, a, a lab leak theory. They believe that COVID came from a lab, although other agencies and 
Other members of the national intelligence community believe that this was a natural occurrence that randomly came out of nowhere. Now there's acknowledgement by another government agency that it came out of a lab. This is all very confusing, isn't it? Because it seems like the mainstream media is acknowledging what the alternative media has been saying. Turns out both might be wrong. Define natural immunity. Define lab leak. Define virus. Define vaccine. Define died with as opposed to died from. Define testing positive as opposed to testing negative. Define the disease. Define all these things or we can't have an objective conversation about it. Otherwise, all of this is reduced to a cult. And I mean, all of it is reduced to a cult. You could listen to anything and everything that is not the mainstream media and develop a cult-like mentality, that of which you will protect, you will argue in favor of, you will defend, regardless of the evidence put before you. These are cults of healthcare. Cults of media, including the alternative media, of political parties, and of dogmas. They require the same worship and dedication as the countless vengeful and bloodthirsty, angry gods throughout human culture. All around the world, throughout all time. I'm not talking about pagan gods. I'm talking about real, monstrous Yahweh-type gods. Yahweh was a monster. Yeah, Moloch demanded sacrifice. You name it. Demons, not just gods, demons, monsters, succubus, incubus. They just, they require worship. They require your dedication. And there's a hell and a heaven. There's angels and demons. There's a sacrament. There's the sacrificing of the young. There's libations poured out. You know that there was a giant... I've mentioned this before, so I apologize if this is the second or third time you've heard this. There's a giant COVID-19 memorial, beautifully designed. I wasn't there, but I saw some pictures beautifully designed. And it was filled with pictures and poems of all the so-called dead people who died of COVID-19. And that memorial was turned into what amounts to a bonfire to send all the messages and pictures up into the heavens, up into the nostrils of the gods, hear their prayers, ask for forgiveness, etc. Type in COVID-19 shrine Warwickshire. Thousands of people watched as the shrine was lit on fire. The little altar was lit on fire. Sending all that smoke up into the nostrils of the gods, hoping that they hear their prayers and forgive their loved ones and help them transition to a better place. Doesn't that kind of sound like a religion or a cult or something to that effect? It's certainly sympathetic magic at the very least. Do we do that for other things? I mean, we have, we have little memorials. We bring candles and flowers, but do we normally burn intricately carved structures as part of a ritual offering, but that happened a few months ago. Hell, heaven, angels, demons, sacrament, sacrificing the young, libations, asking for forgiveness, you know, the original sin. These are all elements of the dogma 
and the doctrines of mainline and alternative health care. What is mainline and alternative health care? It's take drugs for everything or take supplements for everything, basically. It's take the vaccines 100% perfect. And then it turns out it's not 100% perfect. Still take it. It's really good for you. It turns out natural immunity is as protected, but still take it because you need to take it. On the other side of that is if you took it, we have pills and we have products that you can buy to eliminate the vaccine from the body. I wouldn't be surprised if big pharmaceutical companies are not running or promoting or sponsoring some of these radio shows and podcasts or doctors that promote this stuff. Because if you don't trust the mainstream, I don't trust vaccines, I'll go to the alternative, I'll go to the opposite, I'll just get the stuff that, that pulls the vaccine out of my body. How does it pull the vaccine out of your body or eliminate the spike protein? How can you quantify that? And if you can, great. But if you can't, you're selling the same snake Venom snake oil that Big Pharma is selling. That's the dichotomy of healthcare. The dogma of media is the mainstream media says it. It's gospel to some, it's sacrilegious to others. To those people that find it to be offensive and find it to be wrong and find it to be inaccurate, which most of us do, they also have their own dogmas and doctrines. They don't believe the mainstream, so it must be all alternative information is right, which is a very dangerous thing to believe. And then when the mainstream acknowledges the alternative was maybe right the whole time, then the alternative's like, well, they lie a bunch, but they said what we said is true, so yeah, I'm going to be on their side again. That's the dogma and dichotomy of media and political parties. Republicans and Democrats did the same thing to their cities, to their towns, to their states, etc., lockdowns and masking and all that. Some states less than others. Some states not at all. South Dakota and Florida barely did anything compared to New York and California. But just as many Republicans did things that that the Democrats did. They helped big corporations make obscene profits because other businesses were shut down. Imagine that forcing businesses to close and other businesses allowing them to be open as if that's not fixing the market and helping big businesses to make obscene amounts of profit and then getting mad at big businesses. They made all this money and all the money the gas companies made. Well, you helped them make the money. It's like Bill Hicks said about weapons of mass destruction. How, how, did, how did Bush know that Saddam had weapons of mass destruction? He had the receipts. This is the dichotomy and the polarity, the dogma and the doctrine of political parties. And this applies to virtually everything. And they require the same worship and the same dedication as all those vengeful Yahweh type gods. It's the same thing. And just because somebody now in the mainstream acknowledges natural immunity or lab theories. Oh, we believe them now. Just like the mainstream media acknowledges UFOs are kind of real, telling you nothing different than what they told you in the 40s and 50s and 60s with Project Blue Book. Some things are not explainable. And the ones that are not explainable, they maneuver in ways that we don't understand. That's the same thing that... uh, General Twinning told you in the 40s, 1947, that's the same thing the Blue Book told you when it was concluded, what was in the 60s. 
It's the same thing the Pentagon is telling you now. We they're, they're these, Some of these craft maneuver in ways we can't imagine. We don't understand. It goes beyond the laws of science and physics as we understand it. They might not. They, we don't know what they are. We're not ruling out aliens, but most of them can be explained. A lot of them can't. The ones that can't be explained are, are, are these you know, strange maneuvering craft. It's the same thing they told you 75 years ago. But because now the mainstream media acknowledges it, oh, look, they care now. They're interested now. They're investigating it now. No, they're just using it as another parallel narrative to whatever the mainstream narrative is of the day, which at the time right now, it's Ukraine. And when that eventually goes away, which it eventually will, it'll be something else. I I sat in this studio space, which is kind of like a studio space, kind of a library for us here in our little, little apartment, probably five hours the other day going through my, my closet, which is mostly uh, boxes and boxes of documents and files and things like that. And I found one whole box of documents once I, can, I had five banker boxes full of documents and articles really stuffed. And I went through the boxes and I actually con- I ended up consolidating five of those boxes into four boxes. So I got rid of a whole box of papers. I actually just had a fire and I burned them and got rid of things that I didn't need in the past and got rid of a lot of other stuff too. I consolidated two big storage boxes um, into a third big storage box. So I, I cleaned up and I got a lot of, a lot of extra room in my closet here and around the studio area, redid the books. I took like two boxes of books to... Um, a local bookstore and sold them for uh, credit at that bookstore. I bought a, I bought a really nice copy of the golden Dawn by Israel Regardi. And I bought this, uh, they didn't know how much it cost. I spent 30 bucks, but they, they, they had this, uh, a, like a very, it was brand new, uh, Japanese teapot, uh, from this really, really expensive, really, really old company. Uh, 130 bucks. I got it for $30 with my book trade in credit. So I consolidated all my books. I got a nice teapot and I got uh, a, a nice copy of Israel Regardi. So I got rid of a lot of books, a lot of papers. Why am I telling you this? Well, because when I was going through all that stuff, I had a lot of it, you know, not intentionally chronologically ordered, but just like I would do a show, put it in a box, do a show, put it in a box, do a show, put it in a box, mix things and match things for other shows, put them back in the box. There was kind of like a timeline of events going all the way back to 2011. And you know what I found in those boxes? I I almost did a show just on what I found and just going through and reading some of these articles. I still might do it. Just go back in time, read these old articles, stuff you probably can't find online, stuff I saved. I'm going through it. I see things like the New York Post, for example, talking about how evil Ahmadinejad is. Anybody listening right now remember who Ahmadinejad is or was? Anybody remembering uh, what the media said about Ahmadinejad? Anybody remember Bashar al-Assad? Remember what the media said about Bashar al-Assad? I mean, you go back and you and you listen to these to these um, well, you read, but you listen to these reports. Okay, you see that what the media was saying about Ahmadinejad back in like 2013 is the same kind of a, an attack that they launched on President Donald Trump. It's this, 
It's the same kind of an attack they launch on people that don't want a COVID vaccine, even though they're pro every other vaccine. It's the same kind of ad hominem fallacy, fear driven, paranoid driven attacks that they use for everything. I go back through these papers. I mean, I find stuff I forgot about. Like, remember Coney? Remember Coney 2012? Everybody's got the bracelets and the T-shirts. I remember my roommate had a, uh, at the time, my roommate had, um, he got like a, a bracelet or something. This is, this is just, a, this was like, a, my roommate was just like a former hockey player. We went to film school together. He just smoked weed and watched TV all day. But for some reason, he got real involved in the Coney stuff. And I said, what, 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 why are you so concerned with this Coney? Oh, this guy's an evil person. He's a really bad person, you know? And I said, you mark my words, that stuff is going to disappear just as quickly as it appeared. You're going to forget about it. Why would you buy a bracelet and a T-shirt? Like, what is, why do you believe this? And just like the whole Ron Paul movement, I went, I, at around the same time I was going to, they had a lot of Ron Paul Liberty uh, groups in Orlando, Florida when I was living there. Around the same time in 2012 and before and after. And I'd go to those groups. And I remember I, 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 I got up in front of people one time and I said, what are you going to do with this momentum when Ron Paul doesn't win the nomination for president? And people, people would boo me. And I actually got kicked out of one of the groups like, don't come back to this group. You know, you're spreading these negativities and conspiracy theories. It's, that's what they told me. It's the same thing with Coney 2012. All that energy and then it just went away. All the anger and all the frustration and, all, and then nobody even knows who Coney is anymore. It's same thing with Ron Paul movement. It's a more positive movement. But what happens when Ron Paul doesn't win the nomination? Do all the all the anti-war people, all the libertarian-minded people, do they keep talking and doing those things? Talking about the doing those things, they just go away. Most of them just went away. In the same way that all the anti-war people went away when Obama won a second term. It was just like it's kind of it kind of it kind of disappeared in Obama's second term. All the anti-war people kind of went, oh, there's a Democrat now, so it's okay. I go back through all these papers. I just find these stories about how evil this leader is or how evil that politician is or how terrible the, you know, this organic food is or just hit pieces on why herbal tea is bad and why this is bad, but you know, processed food's good for you. It helps you lose weight. All these ridiculous stories. Things that come and go and we don't remember because we don't really have the capacity to remember. And there's so much information and 90% of it is like association, implication, something being inferred, something being implied. It's not factual. It's not real. Just like the Coney movement, just like the Ron Paul movement, which was real, certainly. Talk about rigging an election. Even the Republicans rigged that against Ron Paul in the same way that the Democrats rigged uh, Hillary Clinton uh, to win the nomination over Bernie Sanders. I don't like Bernie Sanders. He's an actual Nazi and a communist. I don't like him, but Bernie Sanders should have won that nomination. They rigged it for Bernie Sa- for, for Hillary Clinton over Bernie Sanders in the same way that the Republicans rigged the election for Ron or not against Ron Paul in, in, in favor of, I don't even remember who's running, was Mitt Romney or something. I don't know. It, 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 it's within and without those parties. It's the dichotomy and the dogma and the, and the doctrine, the three Ds, of political parties, of media, of healthcare. And it's all just a big, fat, or um, 
what do they call Augustus Gloop now? Not fat, uh, enormous. It's one big, enormous psychological game. And this is why I do the secret teachings. I want to find other ways of looking at the world. I want to find other ways to look at the, 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 the things that grasp our attention for a few minutes and then disappear. And to point out that that's what's going to happen to most of those stories. Whatever it is that the media reports, the alternative media reports, it's there today, gone tomorrow. Or maybe there today, gone next week. The war in Ukraine will disappear just like all the concern for the war in Iraq and Afghanistan disappeared. That, that kind of hatred for war has now been turned into a love of war in the name of protecting some other country. You see what they've done. It was like Iraq. we got to spread democracy, protect the Iraqis. And now it's we have to protect the Ukrainians. Instead of people being opposed to the war, now most people are for the war. It's just been a period of slow erosion of consciousness and awareness and common sense and logic and virtue and ethics and just general awareness. And the implementation of stricter dogmas, stricter dichotomies, stricter doctrines. And now that the mainstream media is saying, oh, the COVID-19 virus might have come out of a lab. We agree this might be a possibility. Even Fauci admitted that, right? Admitted, quote unquote. And natural immunity is as protective as the COVID vaccine, says NBC News. But are those things really true? What if COVID-19 didn't come out of a lab? What if COVID-19 didn't come out of nature? What if natural immunity was always a thing, depending on how you define it, but they redefine it, tell you it's not true, then admit that what they said was not real, that they redefined is real, even though what they now acknowledge is real, that they originally dismissed as being fake or non-existent. They've redefined it from the beginning. So now when they admit that it's real and the alternative media says, look, natural immunity is real, they're actually supporting something that's defined differently than what they assume. It's all a big psychological game. So what do you do about it? You stop believing the mainstream media and the alternative media just because. You stop the adherence to the dogma and the doctrine and the dichotomy and the polarity of groupthink. Stop listening and supporting. And if you do listen and support, ask questions. Don't believe on faith that something is just because, well, Fox News reported it, CNN reported it. You're used to hearing that. But how about just because InfoWars reported it? How about just because here on The Secret Teachings we reported it? Ask me questions. People send me emails all the time. You pronounced something wrong. You missed this point. You could have added this. You, 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 you gave information here that could have been elaborated on. I'm not doing it intentionally. I'm a one-man band. I only have a certain amount of time. I do this largely from memory. I have very few things in front of me. Tonight I only have these two articles. And I have, uh, I have this clip of Woody Harrelson, and then I have this uh, Atlantic uh, article about the pandemic amnesty. The rest of this is just an idea that I put the show together with, with the theme, and then I, I talk and see where it goes. And I usually let the spirit, or whatever you want to call it, guide me. 
I try to stay away from the doctrines, the dogmas, and the dichotomies, away from the cults of healthcare media and political parties. I don't believe just because the media acknowledges UFOs or lab leaks or natural immunity that these are real things because I don't know how they define them. I know that they've been redefined in the past, and then when they're finally admitted, the alternative and everybody who didn't trust the mainstream says, oh, they're telling the truth now because it supports my echo chamber. Because it supports my bias. It confirms my bias in this manufactured dichotomy. So I suddenly believe that the media is telling the truth about UFOs. I suddenly believe the media is telling the truth about lab leaks. When in both cases, that's probably not the truth. And meanwhile, whatever the truth is, I don't know what it is. I don't have the truth, okay? I don't have the truth. Whatever the truth is, though, whatever is closer to the truth which is probably not so much stranger than fiction. It probably is pretty much like what we think of as fiction. It's probably pretty bizarre. Whatever the truth is, you're probably not going to find it in the mainstream media, which is run by big pharmaceutical companies. And you're probably not going to find it in the alternative media, which also has its own bias. Now, I don't mean bias as in opinion bias. I mean bias as in we won't cover certain things because it either offends or it is disliked by some of our our audience. Like, for example, we had David Knight on the show. David Knight was removed from InfoWars because David Knight wasn't on the Trump train. And now there's a lot of Trump people that start distancing themselves from Trump. Oh, I didn't really support him that much. Yes, you did. Oh, I didn't really believe everything he said. Maybe, maybe not. But, you know, you, you did support most of what he said. And you justified it. The, 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 this is a problem. If you want to get closer to whatever it is, this elusive, relative, sometimes arbitrary thing that we call the truth, the, the, the pinnacle of our, our research and investigation, the pinnacle of truth, then you're going to have to ask a lot of questions and you're going to have to take a lot of responsibility for yourself because you're not going to get it from the mainstream media. You're not going to get it from the alternative media or the independent media. You're going to get it when you think or when you listen to other people who think to give you a different perspective. And then you can provide those people back with a different perspective by emailing me and letting me know what you think. And we go from there. I'm not trying to solve an equation. I'm trying to see how the, the whole thing, the whole language, if you will, the, the whole thing works. Like, I'm not trying to put it this way. I'm not trying to define a word here. I'm trying to figure out how the language of that word works. I'm not trying to define the alternative or the mainstream. I'm not trying to figure out if natural immunity or lab leaks or UFOs or this or that or whatever is real or not real by these very arbitrary uh, polarizing standards and definitions. I'm trying to figure out what the language is That allows this dichotomy and these dogmas and these doctrines to exist. A lot of it is inherent in us. A lot of it is simply we feel safe when we're in a group of people that think and act and or look like us. We are in a a group of people that also listen and watch whatever radio radio show or TV show or read whatever newspaper. We agree with those people so it makes us feel comfortable. And it's not comfortable when we have to question what we believe. It's not comfortable certainly when we question what other people believe it's not comfortable being questioned but that's the ego speaking and and the irony here is especially for people that are outside of the mainstream uh, there's this weird mixture of all this stuff with like spiritualism 
if you can't acknowledge you were duped or you're, you possibly could be duped or what you believe might not be true, then you're not spiritually advanced at all. It's the very opposite. All the people that believe David Wilcock and still believe him and Corey Good after all the things that Corey Good said in that deposition alone, if you still believe him, you are in no way, shape, or form spiritually advanced. You might as well be on the level of minerals and elements, which is like the, the first two spheres in the seven spheres in Rosicrucianism. You're nowhere near even plant or animal life as far as I'm concerned. If you still believe in the lies just because you refuse to reflect on what you believe and what that, what that belief um, creates in terms of your self-identity. It doesn't mean I'm a good person. I don't have the answers. I just told you. I don't have the, quote, truth. I don't have all of the facts. I don't know. But what I do know for sure is the mainstream media plays off the alternative media and vice versa. Some things are true. Some things are not true. Some things are taken out of context. Some things are misunderstood. But they need each other to exist. You don't think the mainstream media desperately wants Donald Trump to be president again? Of course they do. Because they need him, even when he's not president, they need to constantly blame everything on him. He's just a scapegoat. They need him like they need the, the alternative media or whatever. And when they don't need somebody or something, it'll just be completely shut down and shut off and you'll never hear anything about it. Unless there's a few good people that try to expose it. This is The Secret Teachings. I'm Ryan Gable. I hope, I really sincerely hope that on tonight's show, you understand where I'm coming from, and I hope that you gain some perspective, some context, and are able to look at these stories and these ideas more objectively. That's my goal. That's all I intend. And if you have a hard time differentiating between what is occult and what is religious-like and what is dogmatic and doctrine and dichotomy and polarity and all these things we talked about tonight, I think the governor of New York said it best because she combined the religion of the state and the religion of the common people together when she said, really just a few months ago, about a year ago, that COVID-19 vaccines are from God. God's responsible for the vaccines, not Donald Trump. God. God is responsible. God wants you to take the vaccines. He made them come up with a vaccine that is from God to us. And we must say thank you, God. Thank you. And I wear my vaccinated necklace all the time to say I'm vaccinated. All of you. Yes, I know you're vaccinated. You're the smart ones. But you know there's people out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. I need you to be my apostles. I need you to go out and talk about it and say we owe this to each other. We love each other. Jesus taught us to love one another. And how do you show that love but to care about each other enough to say, please get vaccinated because I love you. I want you to live. I want our kids to be safe when they're in schools. I want you to be safe when you go to a doctor's office or to a hospital and are treated by somebody. You don't want to get the virus from them. I need every one of you. I need you to let them know that this is how we can get, fight, fight this pandemic, come back to normal, and then start. And then you can wear your own, instead of a little gold cross, a little tiny syringe, just like Kathy Holko wears. I don't think it's actually a syringe, but it's her little vaccine gold cross-like necklace. Her little 
vaccine piece and not a Jesus piece. It's a vaccine piece because she cares and she wants you to be the apostles that go out and help convince other people to believe in the religion, in their version of the Savior, Christ. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Please subscribe to our archive. Please grab a copy of one of my books. You can also check out The Secret Teachings for free, not only Monday through Friday on Ground Zero Radio, but anywhere you listen to radio shows or podcasts. We get paid for that, so please go listen for free and download the show for free. I'd really appreciate it. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts as well. That helps to support the show and share the show. Let other people know about the show. I would really, really appreciate it. Don't forget about our Contact in the Desert fundraiser. And if you'd like to reach out to me directly, rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. The music tonight is White Bat Audio. And we'll talk to you on the next broadcast. Mm -hmm.